0: Welcome to Wine and Film, a Perfect Pairing. I'm film critic Gary Cogill, and today it's all about the 89th Annual Academy Awards. From La La Land to Moonlight, from Moana to Nocturnal Animals, even Hacksaw Ridge. It's Oscar time, and we've seen all of the nominated films in the main categories, including all nine films for Best Picture.
1: I'm wine expert Haley Hamilton Cogill, and yes, wine is my profession, but what you might not know about me is that I studied film and film history and worked in TV and film for a lot of my career, and of course, I'm married to a film critic, so this time of year, Oscar time, is a special time for both of us, so this week, we'll talk through the full Oscar ballot... But before we get to Oscar talk, uh, we're both huge fans of Cirque du Soleil. Yes. And and it's kind of this magical, beautiful, amazing, amazing circus. And we spent the other evening um, at their new show that's actually um, playing in Dallas and Grapevine at Lone Star Park under their grand... Chapiteau, Chapiteau, Their big tent.
0: Big damn tent. <laughs> that,
1: um, that was just magical for their new show, Curios, Cabinet of Curiosities. And I, I, I just smiled the entire time. Gary, what did you think? Haley,
0: I think one of the reasons we are married is that we both embrace Cirque du Soleil. Oh, I mean, I, I remember that. my first time ever. And I, I I was so stunned I could barely talk about it. Well, I couldn't stop talking about it for days. But years ago, one of the first – show I don't even remember the name of the show. You probably – Well, you, I
1: know what my first show was. My first show was Kidom, which played um, at Fair Park when I was working for Channel 11. So, that right. was, what, at least 20 – gosh, probably 25 years ago. So,
0: one of Kidom was first, second, or
1: third in the show, right? It wasn't. So, there are – and I do – Do you know I, these? I'm kind of a circ freak. Yes, you are. Um, and so, I want to say a film – or. A, a, a show, and I want to say it's like Saltum Saltum Boca, which I think is actually an Italian s- s- salami, <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Um, Cirque de Salami was one of their first, <laughs> and of course, it's it's um, was created by a French Canadian. It mm-hmm. was uh, it's a Canadian production, um, including. All of these amazing, amazing performers. Um, it's its a circus without any animals, and that's probably the reason that I felt so in love with it to begin with. Um, I, I do remember Key Dom very well and saw it, uh, I think, during its run, which was extended um, in Dallas. I think I probably saw it about 10 times. Seriously, and, you and were I, hardcore. I, I just fell so in love with the magic of it. It's just so it's just so beautiful, and the music is so incredible. And that's, I think, though Key Dom was my first and my favorite, and I'm totally going on a rant, but I love search du Soleil so much. Alegria was my favorite show, and, and the music and Alegria, I just am over the moon for.
0: We still have that CD. I
1: play that CD. It's it's actually it's on my that's like one of the soundtracks on my iPad. I I love that or on my iPod. I love that 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 music so much oh. and and there's no I I think I I remember reading that there's no actual like you can't um, translate the 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 music, the the words of the music. That it's almost like a its own Cirque du Soleil language. It's kind of a French mix of something. But I, I nice. want to say that it's they they've created their own. It's it's truly their own world. Well, for me,
0: it was in Battery Park in New York, yes. and it was one of the first two or three shows. Yeah, yeah. But I remember, because of the same weekend, I saw a Broadway show. Uh-huh. And I kept thinking, this is like great Broadway. It's, it's amazing. It's, it, it just transformed my whole life. And then we I, I pretty much gave up on the animal circus mm-hmm. just because of my heart goes out to those animals. Yeah, so yeah. Cirque du Soleil, rather than get on a rant on that, Cirque du Soleil replaced all that for me on a much higher level yeah, for me. Yeah. It's like theater. It's magic. The acts are great. If I could spend one day... In my life, having five minutes of what these people do every day, yeah. at being the best in the world at what they do, I, that's a very fulfilling thing. I
1: think. It's just—it's incredible, yeah. and we've yeah. seen several of the the shows in Vegas. I think Love is one of the most probably mainstream of them. Their Beatles the Beatles show. Love knocked me out, and and I think that it's. I remember like we took my my dad to see um, Love, and and I. He's such a Beatles freak maybe not so much a, a a cirque kind of freak though he does love art and theater um but that was so much fun because it'll it kind of it, it's it's a great way to introduce people that maybe wouldn't think that they would love cirque right. um, they, they're more kind of mainstream Vegasy kind of shows but it's just I I am just it's it's so great and and this particular show i think they have so many of them um it's interesting to see how they kind of come up with new um concepts and new uh, you know where they find new performers and and new acts and everything but but it's just it's a really fun time i know it's touring it's it's the show that's touring now i think it'll be in dallas for uh, at least one more week um but but you know if not this one then find a search show there and one
0: about. of one of the uh, one of the moments is this tiny woman comes she's out very
1: tiny I think her name is Miss lil
0: and she comes out and she's one of the headliners yes. and and she speaks a little bit mm-hmm. but she poses a lot and walks around <laughs> but she's so tiny she's in that that you just it's like walk it's like and we were pretty close we we're in the second row and she stood right in front of us and she's like a doll yeah
1: yeah and
0: you you kind of it's look kind at of yourself amazing. and then you look at her and look at each other and look at her and go wow yeah.
1: Wow, and I will say the the last wow. um, whoever uh, Cirque did find to to be their beverage um, partner for this. Yes, um, though a glass of wine and a beer are both very expensive as you would expect for any kind of theater show. A nice glass of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc wasn't bad in the Not afternoon. On,
0: <laughs> I love that
1: on a Sunday. So,
0: so. it's a it's a drawn conclusion. We're homers. We love what? it. Actually, we paid you know we paid for our own tickets. We did.
1: That was that we was a really are good Cirque du Soleil
0: fans and. If you've never been and get a chance to go, it doesn't matter where it is or what it is, just go. Just go. And then we can talk about it. We'd love that. Let's talk Oscar ballots. Let's
1: talk. Let's go through. We've had a lot of Oscar talk on the show. I'm almost. I, I'm sad to see that the Oscars for this year are, are coming to a close. I'm we've not been <laughs> celebrating the Oscars for a while, but we're also excited to see what what the actual films of t- 2000 of, of this year will do. But um, let's kind of go through some of the the key categories okay, first. Let's do I won't say Best Picture, though, because we'll save that for your the big last one, but let's talk Supporting Actor, Supporting Actress.
0: Supporting Actor and Supporting Actress. Okay, Supporting Actress, Viola Davis, Naomi Harris for Moonlight, Viola for Fences, Nicole Kidman for Lion, Octavia Spencer for Hidden Figures, Michelle Williams, who cries a lot and is great, in Manchester by the Sea. It's I I think all these people are great. I'm thrilled they're all nominated. There's three or four that could have gone in there this year, but... Viola Davis wins this hands down. I don't think it's even a race this year. She's been nominated three times um, for the help. And for doubt, and now she wins for fences. And she should win. Mm-hmm. Not, she's just not my favorite, uh, uh, not just because she's my favorite, because she is, but she's, she's a great American actress. Yeah. She can do no wrong. So in supporting actress, it's Viola. And for supporting actors, so this is where upsets happen. And I, I, here's what I think is going to happen. But remember, there's upsets. It's Mahershala Ali from Moonlight, Jeff Bridges for Hell or High Water. We're a Homer there. Uh, Lucas Hedges from Manchester by the Sea. Dev Patel is great in Lion. Michael Shannon, who knocks us out in Nocturnal Animals. But you could nominate two or three people from Nocturnal Animals. Right. And, and I'm kind
1: of surprised that that's the only nod that it got. So,
0: so I think because Jeff Bridges won the Oscar for Crazy Heart, he won't win this. But I think he's just brilliant in this film. But Mahershala Ali is only in Moonlight, 15, 20 minutes. He's also the African-American uh, military guy in Hidden the Figures. The Sweetheart, yes. The Sweetheart. And he's a he's a, he's a, a crack dealer and he's the dealer of this boy's mother mm-hmm. but he takes the boy under his wing and and mentors him mm-hmm. teaches him to swim it's one of the most complicated interesting i think moonlight's like reading a a, a great novel a really over a 2 hour period as a film mm-hmm. it just it has that effect i think it's yeah. Marshal ali
1: so it's interesting because um you know, you do see kind of tides shift a little bit. There has been such a push for Lion. It seems that Big we're push. we like the 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 isn't that the Weinstein's DNA. doing <laughs> it? The the money that's gone into advertising at least in the last month for Lion, and yeah. I don't know if that's just because now that it's out and they're trying to get people to go see it, or the influence that that big studios want to have on voters. What do you think? I think
0: it's the influence studios yeah. want to have on voters. And it's I think they're, yeah,
1: is great. He's in great in it. it. You
0: could have nominated a little boy in it yeah, I, and it would have been fine. Yeah, Whether you can have nominated both of them. Um, I, I still think Moonlight's going to struggle winning some Oscars this yeah. year, but this is probably its best chance for winning. It, it has another chance maybe in music. Well, no, not in music, but oh, it, it, a great it's a great soundtrack. But yeah. Moonlight's that beautiful film. No, I think it's him. But yeah, that's where our surprise Prize will happen. Don't be surprised if Dev Patel wins. Yeah. Uh, that would be that would be a, a big shock at the Oscars. And usually, there's at least one or right. maybe one. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah. right. Um, let's go to let's let's you you brought up. music. I love music. the way.
0: You, yeah, let's talk about let's, the music. Let's so,
1: talk music. <laughs> this is a
0: done deal for both of these categories. But what's going to be really fun on the Oscars is that all those people are going to be there yeah. to perform. Yeah. Um, 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 lin Manuel Miranda's going to be there to and I think he's with that girl oh, I Oh, I
1: love that. That's fantastic. I think they're
0: going to do that song from Moana which I, I love so much um and How far I'll go. And and <sighs> Justin Timberlake's going to be there and John Legend's going to be there. They're going to do both songs from La La Land. Um I I the James Foley story um St- I think st- that's Sting I think mm-hmm. and I think Sting's the- performing on the Oscars. We're going to get really great music.
1: Well, I remember a couple years ago when Adele did Skyfall and man, yeah. oh, that's yeah. And
0: I think all the songs this year are better than that Skyfall mm-hmm. song. But that was Adele. Yeah. So anytime Adele sings on these things. So it's a done deal. City of Stars from La La Land wins the Oscar, I think. You think the,
1: it versus the audition? The audition
0: song? song. I think so. Uh, I just think that's the big push, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. One of the two, La La Land wins that and wins best original music score, hands down. Yeah. And all these music scores are good. Yeah. Passenger snuck in there. Uh, not, a, not a great film, but a good music score. But that score for Moonlight is great. The score oh, for Lion's great. great. The score okay. for Jackie's great. But I, I, uh, this is La La Land. La La Land's going to clean up this year. It's fourteen nominations, and it's going to win eight or ten. I
1: think. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah, I think
0: the done deal is La La Land for music, in both song and original score.
1: Let's talk since you brought it. Since we talked about music, let's do some kind of a little out there. Let's talk yep. like sound editing and sound, sound editing. <laughs> I love this stuff. So
0: sound editing. Um, we
1: are looking at our, by the way, our official Oscar ballots that we'll actually have up on our website as well as on our Facebook page. So um, feel free to, to go to our Facebook page and follow along if you yeah, like. Yeah,
0: mark yours and then compare it with ours. Yeah. Uh, so I think La La Land wins this because in sound editing, they have their own kind of part of the union and they gave an award away. But Arrival also is a big winner here. Awesome. So Arrival could win this. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge has a lot of sound editing because there's a lot of bullets flying, and they have to have sound for all of that. Uh, it's got the most in it. Um, so, but I think La La Land wins for sound editing and sound mixing. I also think La La Land wins this. I think it's going to clean up on a lot of these technical categories. And once again, the only one that could beat it was, would probably be Hacksaw Ridge or Rival.
1: But let's throw, let's throw Rogue One let's in there. Let's get
0: Star Wars in there to win one of them. <laughs> and I'm a big fan of the Star Wars. Rogue One you're. knocked me out. I know you so I'm So big fan of that. But I, I think when you do sound it, mixing and
1: editing, um, um, these are these are both La La Land. Yeah, awesome. there, there could be a surprise in there. Um, okay, then let's do some more editing. Let's okay. do a uh, film editing, visual effects. I'm all about film editing because
0: I think film editing and screenplay a lot of time go with the better films, mm-hmm. and and La La Land wins this because because. I, I'm. I, I know it's weird. Arrival could win this.
1: Fourteen nominations. Yes,
0: but is uh, I. Th- I think film editing, especially because they uh, in the editing awards that they had recently with just the editors, it was all about Arrival and La La Land, and they both won different categories. Hacksaw Ridge could sneak in there maybe, but I. I, I think film editing. I think it boils down to sound editing, film editing. I mean, we're going to get into cinematography, and it's going to win music. It's going to win best picture.
1: So there was. I, I listened to an interview the other day with Barry Jenkins, and just kind of to bring up Moonlight a little bit. And I loved he 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 talked about a scenario of of when uh, Mahershala Ali is is teaching the little boy how to how to swim, and and it kind of does speak to to either great direction or or how do you how do you get your shot and and. He was talking about how he wanted it to be from from the boy's perspective, and so they put the camera in in the in the water, so right. it's half above and half because the boys in the water because the boys in the water, and so it's his perspective. And he's, and he's holding said, them up, and he's holding them up, and and the, the you know it was there was a storm rolling in that they were losing their light, like so that storm was
0: real. Yes, because it shows it in the background.
1: Everything that wow. that like is is a nightmare trying to to get your shot for the day, especially for for a small kind of independent small budget kind of film they had to get their shot that day and and to have the tenacity and the 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 focus to to get it done i also you know you kind of have to applaud some of these things so it is yeah, nice that they were nominated it for. is nice
0: and also it tells the story of one person a, a, a boy in three stages of his life and to make that seamless like i said like reading a novel that's editing right. that's really film editing so yeah but uh, Land. I I look at La La Land though and just putting that together, just the different time frames that they do the last thirty minutes of that film. Yeah. The last thirty minutes of La La Land to me is euphoric and edited seamlessly. It just it tells that story. And you're kind of thinking, Yes, no, yes, no. (laughs) That's editing. That's Uh storytelling. That's screenplay writing and editing to me.
1: That's awesome. Fun, huh? That's awesome. Wanna do a couple more? So did you say cinematography?
0: Did I say it, or did did you? I don't know. Well,
1: I actually... want to
0: because I think La La Land wins this because of its color scheme. I I love the way uh, Arrival is shot. I think Arrival is a beautiful looking film. Um, all these are Moonlight. Moonlight could win this, but no, La La Land's going to win this again. We've said this name of this movie now yeah. multiple times over, because when you really look at the at the cinematography of the film, that they do that tracking shot to open that film up, and what it takes just to get. What it takes a cinematographer to accomplish this, you know, it takes all, it, it's such a collaborative effort, but it's great camera work. Right. It's really great camera work. And it, and it doesn't go unnoticed. And when you start watching them sing down the street and making all that fit, how do you run a camera and make that fit? Right. Yeah. Now, I, I, I think it's the one for cinematography. Yeah.
1: Production design. Hey, Hail Caesar you got nominated. <laughs> I love it. Production
0: design that Hail Caesar got nominated makes me happy and La La Land wins us. Yeah. Actually, because passengers won't. Arrival, Arrival keeps being the main one that's gonna, but when you put those two together, I think La La Land wins up against that every time. Fantastic Beast is a great looking film. Yeah. Um, and we're talking about production design, the, 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 the look of it. Um, that's what, that's, that's what, um, what's her name that, that we worked with on Patricia von Brandenstein, when she won the Oscar for production design for Amadeus, right the first female to ever win. What's that look like? What's, what's the color scheme? What's the wall painted? And why is that color there? And, and when we look at production design and cinematography, they go hand in hand.
1: Does it go into just like the. Costume colors? Is that yes. part of it? Okay. Yeah. Cause yeah. that's, that's what I really do think with in yeah. La La Land is, yeah, the, is the, the vibrancy the, of the, all of
0: those costumes. The costumer the- will look, will get with a production designer who will get with a director and they'll decide that color scheme, but that's a production designer. That her dress is yellow is for a reason. Right. And that those blues deeper are blue. darker yeah. blue and deeper blue. And what all Very of that, blue, yeah, that when they walk by a wall, that that painting on the wall is what it is. Is the production design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's all La La Land. Man, that's what well, we that got.
1: Costume design also then. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> okay, let's do costume design because I'm
0: fascinated by. I, I'm actually kind of fascinated by this. I think, like, I love the costumes in La La Land, but. Usually it goes with something like Florence Foster Jenkins, more bigger, period. more period, fantastic beasts, allied. No, no, Jackie wins this because of that pillbox.
1: Because mm-hmm. of that for, Chanel suit. For
0: that Chanel suit. And also the idea that it has blood on it because mm-hmm. her husband just been assassinated and she didn't want to take it off for a reason. And I, I think the look of that film is so right on everything that everybody wears during the funeral. And to recreate that and to make that accurate—that's to me great costume design. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's where Jackie sneaks in and, and wins. I think it's only nominated for three, mm-hmm. but uh, but no, I th- I think actually Jackie kind of wins that. Yeah.
1: Nice. Yeah. What about let's do let's do your two shorts? Have you seen all the shorts? I
0: have not. So I'm gonna go. I've seen some of them. So I'm okay. gonna go. I'm gonna go by gut instinct here. So
1: your an- animated short.
0: Yeah, animated short. I think. Well, we saw Piper because Piper is that. That little animated film that Pixar did that showed before Moana. Right. And it's kind of perfect and brilliant. Right. And I think that's the one to beat. It's either Piper or Pearl. So one of those two live action shorts, time code. Time code is getting all of this talk on, on how cool it is. And I, I, I'm, I, I have to be honest, I'm kind of reaching for the stars here and, and trying to figure out what it is, but there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of buzz out there about time code. But I think, and, and that's for live action short, but animated short. I think, it, I think Piper actually wins this. And Pixar, Pixar just cleans up every
1: time they go. They do. One more short. Let's, let's do documentary short. Okay. Documentary short. Okay.
0: I haven't seen them all. And usually these are great films. Mm-hmm. Usually all of these deserve it. Mm-hmm. But the big talk is on, on Joe's violin, hmm. about a uh, about a man, an elderly man passing on his violin to a child, and it's short. I think it's only like four minutes, four or five minutes nice. long. Yeah, yeah. A
1: The one that I I haven't seen all these. I did watch 4.1 miles though, yeah. and and brought it up when we talked about documentaries a couple of weeks ago. It's a good film, um, huh? Versus Fire at Sea. I I just couldn't get into Fire at Sea. I really, really thought 4.1 miles was a very very concise and well t- well done story of yeah. of of these people trying to trying to get to, you know, a better place. It's a story of refugees. There's a
0: lot of talk on Watani, my homeland, which one I haven't seen. So probably between here and Sunday night, we might have to get online and look at some more of these. these So that's where I'm a little bit lacking. Hey, when we come back on Wine and Film, A Perfect Pairing, we're going to talk through the rest of the Oscar ballot. We're doing our best. The big ones. The big (laughs) ones. But we're doing our best just to get through every category. But we start getting into some more of these bigger categories, uh, we have a lot to say, and we will be right back. Welcome back to One and Film: A Perfect Pairing, as we talk through the Oscar ballot, all twenty-three categories. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're okay, gonna fly through
1: some. Let's of do some. These. Yeah. Um, let's do best documentary.
0: Well, I think this is a really hard category, and I'm a little disappointed that there are some films that are not on there, like Tower and stuff. But four Ooh, of the five, tower. four of the five feature film documentary uh, movies that are nominated for best doc are directed by African-American filmmakers. Um, but I I, I I love all so of these So they're
1: Fire films. at Sea, I Am Not Your Negro, Life Animated, O.J. Made in America, and
0: 13th. 13th could surprise everybody in win. I wins.
1: hope it does.
0: You know why? Because I think a lot of people are hacked off that O.J. Simpson, O.J. Made in America was actually a television show yeah. and a television series, but then it qualified for the Oscars. I've always felt it was a TV series. If I was voting, I would vote 13th. Yeah. I would I also think I'm not your negro is a, a, a great film and and I too I yeah, think it was really yeah. beautiful. All these are good but I, OJ Made in America is the best of all of them to me. But I don't think it really there's a mindset of doesn't this really belong somewhere else. Right. So yeah, I I'm going to mark two of them here OJ or 13th and Ava DuVernay's film on the 13th oh, amendment and and and, and abolition thing. of slavery and what the, what the current prison system is doing to to mo- to mimic slavery. Is really extraordinary and made me think a lot. I'm still thinking about this. Absolutely, you know? yeah. So Absolutely. one of those two, but probably OJ if voters don't get over there. Um,
1: let's do adapted and original screenplay. We've talked a lot about these.
0: Well, I, I think the screenplay is adapt. Let's do adapted first. So ad- adapted means it's based on another source. It might be a magazine article, but it's usually a novel. Um, Arrival, Fences, Hidden Figures, Fences being a stage play, Hidden Figures being a book, Lion being a book, written by the kid who actually grew up Mm and it was about. Mm -hmm. uh, Moonlight. Um, I... I think Moonlight wins this. This is not easy. Uh, Hidden Figures is one of those things that could sneak in because it's so popular and people love it. Yeah. And it's a great story.
1: And it's a story that, that it, yeah, it's yeah. a story that was out there that nobody really knew until this very well-done mainstream
0: But film. if Moonlight's nominated for eight Academy Awards, I, I think writing is maybe the best thing of all of this. Mm-hmm. So I, I would give it to Moonlight for that, for Adapted. For original screenplay, La La Land La wins this hands down, the only thing that could beat it would be Manchester by the Sea. It's not going to be Hell or High Water. The Lobster's not going to win. Uh, Twenty Century Women's not going to win. They're all good screenplays. Manchester by the Sea is a great screenplay. Uh, but I think La La, La Land wins this because it's great writing. Once again, we've had this discussion it's that it's not just a musical. It's a movie with music. Yeah. And if you take the songs out of it and it's just still the screenplay, it, it still works. Yes. It's yeah. great. So I think that, man, it's, win- it's going to win a lot on Sunday. Foreign film. Foreign film, this is tough for me. Land of Mine, a man called Ove, The Salesman, Tana, I have not seen that. You know, it's going to be between The Salesman and Tony Erdman, and most of the people, most of the film critics are picking Tony Erdman, and I'm going to say right now, I'm just pulling that out of my hat because I haven't seen all of those films. Okay. Okay. And, and a couple of those we need to watch this weekend, but, yeah. um, the, the Salesman's from Iran, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's about a marriage, but Tony Erdman is the one that's getting a lot of buzz, so. Nice. I go on my film critic friends every once in a while.
1: They some of them do know what they're some what of them they're talking about, like you do, my love. Oh, thanks. for Let's me. talk um, animated feature.
0: Okay, Zootopia is a big front runner to win here, but the one that's getting all the buzz now is Kubo and the Two Strings. So it's
1: Kubo and the Two Strings, Moana, My Life is a Zucchini, which I need to see because I just love the title because you are a zucchini <laughs> and the Red Turtle.
0: Well, you eat as, a lot of zucchini. I You're not a zucchini.
1: zucchini. As well as Zootopia.
0: My life eating zucchinis. <laughs> and the red turtle. Zootopia is, once again, Disney Pixar, and it's it's complicated and it's beautiful. It's got a great message. It's an it's a diverse, inclusive film. Oh, Moana is our personal favorite. That's the movie that we love so much. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think Zootopia still wins us. But the upset could be Kubo and the Two Strings because it's uh, stop motion animation yeah. and it's really. It's really beautiful. Beautifully done. Yeah, it's just beautiful.
1: Beautifully done. Yeah. Best actor, best actress.
0: Let's get into the big ones. Best actress. You know what? A month ago, I would say Natalie Portman wins this for Jackie, and right now I say Emma Stone wins it for La La Land because this movie deserves an acting Oscar, and it's her, not him. I think it's all about her, and I think she's the one that shines in this, and I can't get enough of her in this film. I love every minute of her in this film. I love even the melancholy ending to the film, and I think she is kind of seamless perfect in it. Plus, I, what's it not to like about Emma Stone? She's kind of, she's kind of luminescent in this film. Even, even when, and she's funny. It's not easy being a comedy actress. In a drama, in a musical, mm-hmm. so I it all works for me. Natalie Portman's the only one that could beat her. Isabella Huppert for L. That would be a shock. Ruth Negga for did
1: win the golden she, she
0: won the golden globe for yes she did she yeah. beat everybody mm-hmm. yeah that was a big surprise too
1: and Ruth Negga Ruth Negga for loving
0: I'm so happy for her because she holds that film together and Meryl Streep for Florence Foster Jenkins she's great in that film I would put Amy Adams in there for a rival or even Nocturnal Animals over over Meryl. I think for that. So no, I think it's Emma Stone's year and for best actor. What do you think? What do you think when you look at all of those?
1: Well, I Casey
0: Affleck, Andrew Garfield, Ryan Gosling, Viggo Mortensen. Love he was I, love, I love, <laughs> Viggo love that. I love, I love Captain Fantastic <laughs> and Denzel Washington for fences.
1: You know, I think that, that Denzel is, is pretty incredible in this film. I think the two of them together are, are so dynamic I think Casey Affleck did a, a fantastic job in Manchester by the Sea. It's it's so tragic and so difficult, but I I think you know. I was was Denzel nominated for directing. He wasn't. Was he was he? not. He was not. He was left out. I mean, and I I I almost think that I I think that that's probably good because it seemed it, the the. The relationship just seemed very seamless, and it's probably because they'd done it, however many you yeah. know, dozens of times, a thousand um, on Broadway, right, um, on stage as well as now on screen, and and it just seemed so real that I I I think he did an incredible job. With it. I, I thought
0: a month ago it'd be Casey Affleck. I'm doing the same thing I did with Natalie Portman, mm-hmm. and now I think it's Denzel.
1: Wow.
0: And one's a showy performance, and one's not. So Casey's not right. that subtlety. And yet, even though it's showy because it's a theater piece, you know, from August Wilson, but I look at Denzel and when he says, you're pumping hot. And he hits that, he hits his son on the chest Mm -hmm. and that anger that flies out of all that. I, I think, I think it's awesome. Mm -hmm. I think that's, I think it's
1: power and the intent. And just
0: to think that fences, probably only two things that will win would be best actor and best supporting actress. And she probably should be in the best actors category, Mm -hmm. but. But it's not so. I, I say Denzel now, but it's either him or Casey Affleck. Yeah. And best director.
1: So, but on that, is that kind of the same thing? Like, like in, in changing your opinion, is it just because you've had time to think about it, Probably. or is it?
0: I think it's part of that. And there's a momentum in the Academy Awards, and mm-hmm. and I don't know. I don't. It's an. I don't know where it comes from. I think it's reading a lot of press, mm-hmm. but there's a momentum shift that happens a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Remember when Up in the Air came out? Mm-hmm. When Up in the Air came out, I thought that, oh, that film was going to win the Oscar for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But it, in, a real, in a reality, it's kind of a little tight, little sweet, perfect little movie mm-hmm. with, with George Clooney and, and Anna Kendrick. And, and then as, as the other films came out, you start seeing some of the power of the other films. It, it disseminated just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I, f- I feel that way about Casey Affleck in Manchester mm-hmm. by the Sea. I love subtle performances, um, but at the same time, I think t- if Denzel wasn't great in this film, I, I wouldn't be saying this. I w- it'd be hands down. But man, I, he reminds me so much of people that I knew yeah. and grew up around. Yeah. Yeah. That anger of unfulfilled life and that, that's played out like Bitterness. that. Yeah. And I always think of Denzel as being a nice guy. Mm-hmm. I know he won for training day, but I, I look at him in this and I think that's a well-rounded, perfect, great performance. It's a, it's a, it's a man in the skin.
1: You know, he's, he, he continues to find really interesting work. Yes he does. It's, it's kinda like Tom Hanks. Like like though we did just watch a great comparison. Inferno and, and did not care. Inferno's <laughs> one of the worst movies. But but you know, yes. they're as as their careers progress, they continue to find really, really good work. As I think, you know, Denzel and in Flight, what a couple of yes. years, two years ago, two or three Robert years. Robert Zemecki's film, yeah. You know, hard and Like, just, just,
0: and Tom Hanks is solely could have been nominated exactly.
1: He's great in that, such a great role.
0: Talk Um, about understated
1: for him, yeah, yeah, just really, really incredible. Director,
0: I think it's easy. Go go through them. This is uh, Denis Villeneuve, Denis Villeneuve (laughs) for Arrival. uh, I think he's French Canadian, uh, uh, who also is directing the new um Blade Runner sequel, Uh and he did Sicario Uh Mel Gibson for Hacksaw Ridge. I think it's lucky to be there. Damien Chazelle for La La Land, I think that's your winner. Kenneth Lonergan, Manchester by the Sea. Barry Jenkins for Moonlight comes in second, but they don't have a second-place trophy in this.
1: So, before we get to it, though, you say Mel Gibson's lucky to be nominated, and yet Scorsese wasn't. Well, Scorsese's
0: silence... Is it another film that the more they think about, starts to fall apart for me. I've seen it twice. You've seen it once. I haven't seen
1: Hacksaw Ridge yet, so, which I I need to. I, I think mean. it's
0: really good. It's a little long. It's very accomplished. It's Mel Gibson doing action and battle scenes, mm-hmm. and which he's, he does very well. He's very good, and yes, he is back. That was also a big push, right, by studios to get him there. Um, but he, I listen. He earned every bit of that. But but is he is that film better than Tom Ford's Nocturnal, Nocturnal Animals? Animals. You know, was, is Denzel a better director of Fences? Um, I would say just as good. So you can you have to take one out. I think I think Mel Gibbs is happy to be there and happy to be part of the party. And How Ridge got a lot of love from the Academy this it, year. It seems like it, it got a lot of love. And yeah. It's, yeah, I mean, Andrew Garfield was nominated, and it's up for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Andrew Garfield's great in it. I mean, all this is good stuff. But it boils down to a thirty-one who just turned thirty-two-year-old writer-director. Who went to Harvard and he got his buddy from Harvard who did music and they did whiplash together and because they made whiplash they got to do La La Land. If Whiplash would have failed, they would we would never see,
1: see this film it's beautiful probably now. Film. Beautiful,
0: yeah. beautiful, energetic, and remember it's about twenty year olds, it's not about me.
1: Yeah.
0: It's the choices that you make over career versus love when you're young and you have your whole life in front of you. And it's also I think it's an optimistic, beautiful film, not a sad melancholy film. Mm-hmm. I think these people's lives turn out really interesting, mm-hmm. and and uh, yes, we want everything tied up neatly into a bow, but it's not always like that. La La Land's over. La La Land's getting to the point now, worldwide, that it's at three hundred and fifty million dollars. That's awesome, and that's awesome for a little film that probably Very costs awesome. twenty five, yeah. yeah, and made with love and care and. Not easy to do. And in fact, we saw an interview with a director the other day that said, No, I'm not going to do a musical anytime soon. (laughs) I'd like to do another one, but not now. Um, He's kind of burned out. Yeah. Which leads us to the best picture.
1: Which we probably don't even need to (laughs) to say. I mean, mean, it's really
0: amazing. It's just really amazing that we have this film at this time. And is it the best movie ever made? No. And with 14 nominations, is it as good as Titanic or All About Eve? Yeah, maybe for some. Mm But, and by the way, if you're a guy and you're listening to this and you don't go to musicals, get off your butt and go. <laughs> Just go.
1: It's a film with music.
0: It's a film with music, not a musical. And I'm going to tell you if you're a guy, because you only like things where everybody gets naked and everything blows up real good, get off <laughs> your butt. Stop. You know, it's like what I said about Chicago years ago. There are women in lingerie. Women lingerie. in lingerie in prison. Go. Yes, it's a musical, but they're women in lingerie in prison. Come on, let's go. So just get out of your comfort zone and see what's good out there because good has nothing to do with whether you're a boy or a girl.
1: Well, and I think that's the the, the truly exciting thing of the films um, that came – a lot of films came out last year that were very, very good. A lot of of. Dreadful films, also as yeah. there are every year, but just this list of of nominees: Arrival, Fences, Hacksaw Ridge, Hell or High Water, Hidden Figures, La La Land, Lion, Moonlight, and Manchester by the Sea. Like what a what a great year for film!
0: A year of diversity, a year of I mean, as white as La La Land is. Yeah. Um, look at Hidden Figures, and look at Moonlight, and look at Fences, and realize that this Oscar so white thing is not true this year. Yeah. And look at the look at the documentaries. But I, I, I'm I'm excited about the diversity here. Lions a completely different film than Arrival, and Hacksaw Ridge is completely different than La La Land, and Manchester by the Sea is a small little film. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch more we could throw in there yeah. that, well, and that, the that fact we really that, like.
1: Like Not Animals Day. wasn't nominated. Yeah. Patriots Day.
0: Yeah, and Mark Wahlberg's a wonderful film. Yeah. Right? yeah.
1: Sully, yeah, I think Sully. There could, were some, some, some things that were also kind of, um, but yeah. how you left out. But how many can you actually nominate? So. Well, you could
0: only nominate up to ten, right. and they allowed nine this year because I guess you know there's about seven thousand voting members of the Academy, and you know whatever gets the most votes wins. Yeah. So it's not nobody's. There's no conspiracy here. So. Yeah. Um,
1: little tip on yeah. what you should drink on Oscar night if you're trying to figure out your your pairings um, a couple different things we think that bubbles are always appropriate for Oscar night celebrations Piper Heitzig if you're a fan of, of classic champagne will be the champagne that's poured at the Oscars but I also say pick up a, a favorite bottle of your favorite you know California Domain Carnero sparkling brute a great bottle of Segura Viuda's Cava just have some bubbles and, and toast and then if you you are more of a still wine fan. Uh, Coppola with uh, their director's cut, Francis Ford Coppola, Oscar-winning director, Francis Ford Coppola with his Coppola Winery in California. Both their director's cut Chardonnay and Cabernet are the official still wines of the Oscars if you want to, to toast like the stars this Sunday. So it's
0: Coppola for the still wines and Piper Heidsieck for, for the, the bubble For the Bubbles. And they're official.
1: Those are the official, the official wines can you we have, can drink like the stars. Can
0: we have those on Oscar
1: night? I think we will.
0: In our pajamas? <laughs>
1: I think that's the plan with
0: our dog <laughs> yes. and if you don't like what you see get a bowl of uh, giant marshmallows and throw them at the screen <laughs> and then clean them up during commercial breaks <laughs> a lot doesn't, of popcorn. Does, doesn't everybody do that
1: yes the Coppola director's cut Chardonnay and a bowl of popcorn that is a perfect pairing
0: <laughs> next week on wine and film a perfect pairing a follow up to this year's 89th annual Academy Awards we'll try to keep it short and a look at Matt Damon's new made in China epic it's called The Great Wall can't wait
1: um following up on our chat today. We'll have um, Gary's ballot on our website like uh, we said a little bit ago as well as um, your own, an empty ballot so you can uh, print it out and make your own picks and um, we'll have those up on our blog, on our website. For now, be sure to follow Gary on Twitter at Gary Cogill and to see what we're drinking now, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dallas Court.
0: And with that, I'm Gary Cogill and as usual I'm looking for the next great film.
1: I'm Haley Hamilton Cogill always in search of a great glass of wine.
0: Join us next time on Wine and Film, a Perfect Pairing.